You're listening to The Mom Inspired Show, episode 293 with Jenny Stemmerman. Welcome to The Mom Inspired Show. I'm your host, Amber Sandberg, and this show is created to inspire, encourage, and add a little extra fun to your day. Hey, you guys, we are back with Jenny Stemmerman today for part two. If you did not hear last week, I highly recommend starting there. Uh, Things will make more sense that way. So go back to last week if you have not heard that. Um, I'm just going to jump right in because we're just picking up where we left off from last week. And I really hope you guys enjoy this episode. Okay. So I do want to go back to why would some seeds or why are seeds bad and why are nuts bad? Like why are are nuts bad? But like in this program, like why is it a problem? Yeah, because it's a plant. And and like I Mm. said before, plants have different mechanisms to defend themselves. I mean, especially like the nut, like that's the future, that's the offspring, that's the babies, you know, so of the plant. And so what better way to protect your baby than to Mm -hmm. one, put put the hard shell around it, but then also put other things in it that you can't always process. Yes. Now, some people are probably thinking, okay, why are you not always eating dairy that is part of animals, right? So what's yeah. your, what's, what's the thoughts on drinking milk? And I know you do butter. Um, uh, so this might be where it differs, right? With keto, where you can eat lots of cheese and, and heavy on that possibly. I know there's different levels, but like people kind of think that way a little bit. Um, so why are you not loading up on, like, why am I not seeing you pouring like half and half cream in your coffee. I know you didn't mention that, but I know that personally. So we can talk about that. Um, and then, you know, putting cheese on every single thing that you're eating. So can you walk me through that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, dairy is an animal product, so it's totally part of a carnivore diet. Um, milk is a very highly processed dairy. Um, Mm. and again, everything that gets processed, things are either removed from it or added to it. And so you just want to be careful that if it's not in its natural form, like it's not in its natural form. Yeah. 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 So you just, you know, you have to be careful with that. And so milk is one of those things that is, is highly processed. Yeah. Um, things that like butter, I mean, some butters can be highly processed. Right. Some butters yeah. are more natural and, and same thing with like yogurts or, or, you know, pretty much anything else that's in the dairy world. Cheeses, for example. Mm. Um, and not every cheese is created equal, Equal, you know, there's goat cheese, sheep cheese, cow cheese. And so there's all kinds of variations that affect the nutrition profile, um, affect the way that our body processes it. They offer different nutrition. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, again, it's about knowing your body. I know for me, my body tolerates dairy just fine, Mm -hmm. but I can also go overboard. So a couple of times a week, I yeah. will have whipping cream, heavy whipping cream yeah. in my coffee because it's like my, my little treat. Um, and I'll have cheeses a couple times a week. I've been really on a kick lately of goat cheese and sheep cheese. Um, Let's talk about that really quick. What is what is the difference with goat cheese and sheep cheese versus the other cheeses? Like, I feel like I have heard that, that people kind of, I don't hear so much sheep, um, maybe because that's not as easy to find, but um, especially raw goat with, cheese, which I don't feel like is very easy to find, but, um, why do you think it's different? And like, why do you think people might lean towards that? Um, if they're going to pick a dairy in regards to like cheese or a milk or something? 
Yeah. Again, I am not an expert and right, I'm just know. like learning <laughs> to this stuff with goat cheeses. Cause before it's like, Oh, I love a goat cheese on a beet salad. That's why I would eat goat <laughs> cheese before, you know? Um, yeah. but, but now like learning it's, it's a easier form of protein for your body to absorb and to, to process and do things with. I mean, especially oh. right now you're hearing, um, yeah. you know, about women feeding goat milk to their babies who they can't get baby formula and things like that, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it is a little bit more bioidentical, um, than like say a cow's milk. Um, but it does have a different amino acids and things like that. And, Mm. and so it, it's, it's different. And for some people who can't tolerate cow's milk, sometimes they can tolerate sheep or goat. Yep. Um, yeah. So for me, I've mentioned this before. Um, not in 2019. Um, I noticed I was just, my sinus and my allergies, it was just too hard with all the dairy. So I don't have lactose. So everybody just assumes I'm lactose intolerant if I'm not eating cheese. But for me, it just, it, I don't know, it causes inflammation. Uh, maybe if I lived in the desert, um, and I ate cheese, it would be different, but living in Nashville and it's, uh, we live in a, it's a bowl. So, um, there it's known to have high, high pollen count. So, Again, maybe if I was in a different atmosphere, I could handle it. Um, but I agree. Like some people can handle it, no problem. Some people it hurts their stomach. Some people it might hurt their joints. So it is all trying to figure out what works. I did want to ask you, what kind of butter do you like to get? Um, and where do you buy your goat cheese? Because even if they can't buy it where you get things from, I think sometimes people are just so like, I, I don't even know where to start. Like, where do you even buy these things? You know, so where do you like to get your stuff from? Yeah. So I actually just bought some goat and sheep cheese yesterday from our local grocery store. Like it has like one of those gourmet cheese sections. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. They, just, they have a ton there, a ton there, different, different varieties. Um, really delicious. Um, and then butter, I, I mean, I have to tell you, so, you know, again, going back to the programming that we always have is mm-hmm. like, limit your butter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put so much butter on stuff. Um, but I have to tell you that that's been like the biggest thing that I have learned is that I need fat. Mm-hmm. I, my body needs fat in order to function properly. And I eat a ton of butter, the vitamins that are in grass fed butter. Um, I just buy Kerrygold butter from yeah, Costco. That's like, what I have. Okay. In huge yeah. bulk. Yeah. Well, right. <laughs> I just want to, yeah, I, I, eat I want so people a day. Yeah. I want people to realize they don't have to go to like an Amish store or something somewhere no. in Pennsylvania, no. you know, to find some butter. But, um, yeah, I do that. I, I get not, not, I don't get like a bulk load probably like you do, but yes. Uh, so, so that is, this is helpful for people, you know, and I think too, I think, um, the whole bulletproof coffee really kind of opened people's eyes in regards to putting butter in your coffee. Like, like I think once people kind of got over that hump and if no one knows what I'm talking about, that's a whole nother story. But I think that really (laughs) kind of made people be like, what? You're putting butter in there. But when you think about it, like it turns creamy, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, so that, that, that is why I wanted you to kind of talk about that. I want to go back really quick to, um, so the avocado oil, you know how you're saying I can handle that. Is that because it has a big seed in it that that is know. a problem? I don't know. Oh, um, okay. So, so there are a lot of carbohydrates in an avocado. Now there are some people that eat avocados. No problem. Yeah. Now here's one thing I'll tell you. I, okay. ha- I love avocados. Like, yeah. That's my too. favorite part of doing keto, like avocados all the way. Right. And I will probably go back to eating avocados someday. Um, you know, there's, you think about like keto and then like, we're talking a lot about carnivore 
Mm-hmm. In between those two, there's a thing called ketovore where mm. you allow yourself to have like some vegetables a couple times a week. Um, you can have avocados, you know, that those kind of things. So like basically two to three days a week, you're allowing yourself a little bit more carbs yeah. in the form of vegetable products that you can tolerate. Um, but it's trial and error to know, you know, what that is for you. Um, and eventually I'll probably go back there. But the main reason I haven't yet, Amber, is because, you know what, we are so stinking busy as a family. Mm. And I don't know if you can relate to this. Maybe you can, but you know, you buy your groceries, you buy all of these healthy things, all of the vegetables and mm-hmm. all this stuff. And then like a week and a half, two weeks later, you're throwing it half oh, yeah. of it away because yeah. it's like gone rotten yep. and you haven't eaten it. Yes. When you and go that's carbs, so sad. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't do that anymore. Right. Like I don't have to mess oh, with I know. it. Like it's so much simpler. <laughs> I <laughs> just love because... and eggs and bacon and like that's yeah, it, you know? Yeah. This is me asking Jenny, like, what is she eating? And she's like, what? so her variation, and she gets very excited about this. So don't think that she's depriving herself. I'm like, she's like, well, I'm going to either smoke my meat or I'm going to grill my meat or I'm going to do it in a flat iron skillet or I'm going to put in the oven. And so, so why say all that? So for me, it's a little bit hard to be like, uh, okay, let me just get behind that. Especially with having kids, which I want to talk about, especially having young girls. Okay. So, and you have teenage boys. Um, and I'm kind of like, uh, so I've worked on a lot of things mentally, right? Like doing a uh, certification with coaching and all the thought work that I've done. So I, I do know mentally and logically that, you know, you want your life to be fulfilling and not using food to fulfill it. So I get that in the, in the aspect of, um, you know, you're doing your food and, and that's a thought of mine that I'm kind of like, well, that sounds boring or really like you're getting excited, but that's, that's a thought that I have. And so, you know, but still, because we've been trained for so long, that's why, because it always is talking about variety, right? You got to have your variety and you want to have a variety of colors on your plate and all this kind of stuff. So your brain's kind of like, I don't even know. Um, so that, that's why I think it's funny, but like, if you guys listen to Jenny, like just talking in normal everyday life, I mean, she's very, very excited about this. Like she has, it's not a problem. Uh, you know, you just went on vacation. So how about you share with us a little bit about that, that it was pretty easy, but tell us your downfall of, uh, I think it was, you said it was gummies, uh, gummy bear, gummy mm-hmm. something. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you only had a very small bit. So I want, I want you to share this, um, with, with them, like how you kind of, um, did during vacation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, I think the hardest thing is, is not so much putting the steak in your mouth and chewing it. Like that's not hard. Like that's the easy (laughs) part, right? The hard part is one mentally like reprogramming everything that we've ever thought we knew about nutrition and food and what we've been told and understanding that it's most of it is a lie, not all of it, but a lot of it is. Um, but then there's like the social aspects of it. And like you said, raising kids Mm -hmm. and, and having treats and let's go do something fun. And it has to involve food. You know, that whole thing, regardless of which kind of eating style you follow can be difficult. And, and we did, we, we went on vacation to Las Vegas with our children, um, in April and to celebrate their birthdays. And both my husband and I knew going into the vacation, like we'll probably have a couple cheats and that's totally cool. It's totally fine. Um, because we both enjoy the style of eating. We know how great it feels. And so we felt like it'd be really easy to get back on, but we wanted to kind of give ourselves permission not to be super strict while we were, while we were away. And, you know, because like when you are super strict, like it can 
be stress stressful. You out. Oh, I, yeah. yeah. Yes. And like mm-hmm. picking out restaurants and being like, well, I can't eat there. And <laughs> I've been with people like that before, you know, that You're I'm like, like they I use seed oil on my steak. I didn't want to be that person that's like, there's nothing gluten free on the menu. I can't eat there. Like, you know, right. like we can figure it out. Yeah. So, um, so we went into vacation with that mode and I had like, was so looking forward to having a cheat. Amber, I was like, what would be worth it to cheat? Like I was getting kind of excited about it and I love a really good French fry and I love cupcakes and I love, you know, these different foods. And so I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to be really excited about this. And as we went into the vacation, all the different places that we went, like the kids would, you know, have like French fries and I would look at the French fries and be like, those don't look worth it to me. Like I don't even need to taste it. It doesn't mm. look like it's worth it for me. Yeah. Um, you know, and then we got, I was, they had like these cupcake vending machines in Vegas. I was like, how cool you guys want to get a cupcake? And they're like, no, oh. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, there goes that. Yeah. But you know, I, I had a cucumber for the first time this year. <laughs> I'm dying right now. I'm it just was, dying. It was like a bite of a cucumber from You're a cucumber like, salad wait, from a sushi wait, restaurant. Wait, 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 wait. To. I'm sorry. Let me just say, Jenny's in Vegas and she's like, I had a bite of cucumber. <laughs> yes, I did. And it was like, oh my gosh, my first vegetable I've eaten all year. Oh my there gosh, you're go. so wild. I know, wild and crazy. And then, but you know, I did have a couple bites of different desserts. Like, you know, we went to like a buffet and there's all the different desserts and there were a couple things I was like, oh, that looks good. And I would just like dip my fork in it and then put it in my mouth and be like, eh, it's not that, you know, like it wasn't wasn't that great. It yeah. wasn't worth it for me. Right. Um, and so, you know, as we were driving home, cause we, we did an RV trip there and, mm-hmm. uh, there's a, a place that we normally stop at between where we live in Oregon and, and we still live in Arizona. So we used to make that trip a lot on that road. And there's like this oasis place where you can go in and they have like a ton of bulk candy and nuts and like all of this stuff. Right. And they had chocolate covered gummy bears there. And that has always been like my favorite treat is a chocolate covered gummy bear. Like when I told Amber, she completely like, what is that even a thing? Like I, I, I am still trying to imagine and I love chocolate, but I'm like, I, I'm still trying to imagine what chocolate gummy bears look like. But yes, but I know that's Jenny's jam, like gummy yeah, gummies. gummies. Yeah, mm-hmm. gummies. Totally. Yeah. Totally yep. addicted to gummies. Yeah. So chocolate and gummies. I mean, what's not to love there? Right? So, um, so I was like, oh, they look so good. And my husband's like, you have not really cheated at all this entire trip. Like you should get some. And so we did, we got some and I had a couple and they didn't, they weren't like the, oh yeah. You know, like you expected them yeah, to be. Right. But yet I found myself like putting another in my mouth, putting another in my mouth, putting mm. another in my mouth. And then I could like feel energy just going mm. like just starting to f- like the sugar hit, yeah. you know? Right. And I'm like, this feels horrible. Like mm. it just reminded me of someone on drugs. You know what I mean? I was like, <laughs> so I was like, get it away. I do not want any more. I am done. Like it just is not worth it. And it took me like a good day to like get recover back. from that. Yeah. And you know, it now every time I look at something, yeah. I'm like, I've had like I went into to work the other day mm-hmm. and there were some lemon cookies there. I love lemon cookies. I think that they're delicious. I am a cookie monster a hundred percent through and through. And I looked at it and I was like, I know what that tastes like. And I just kind of sat there and thought for a second, remembering what a lemon cookie tastes like. And I was like, Yeah, those are delicious. I had the experience in my head. I don't need to have it in my mouth. Yeah. And it it doesn't call for me anymore because it feels 
more than anything, mentally and emotionally Mm -hmm. being stable and being clear and being able to handle the stress that comes with just daily life, especially right now, trying to build a house in the current environment and own businesses in the current environment. It's, it's stressful. And to be able to handle that stress so much better, because I truly think like as much as we've talked about different seed oils and plants Mm -hmm. and maltodextrin and all of these things, I think the biggest contributing factor to my autoimmune disease and and not feeling well and kind of the down spiral of my health was stress and not being able to handle it properly. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I remember that I, I, you, it's like, you kept saying like, I have this rash, the rash isn't going away. Like you're changing your skin products, your hair products, like everything like to try to, that you, that you're thinking directly is like on your skin. Right. And you couldn't figure it out. And so I mean, for you to be where you are and to also figure out like, is it worth it? Like, so I, even though I'm not doing what you're doing, um, when I do kind of keep an eye on processed sugar, when I go back to like eating it and even now, even when I'm not super strict, there are super, there are certain things that I know will be really bad. Like if I were to eat a candy bar, um, we did have these mini donuts or like gourmet donuts, which they're very delicious, but um, I know that will almost give me a crash. And so yesterday they're small, but I'm kind of like, uh, it just, it crashes my energy. So kind of like what you're mm-hmm. saying. And then some things I'll notice it will take me out of a good mood and then I'll be irritated. And then yeah. I have to say to myself, like, if I'm thinking about it, do I really want to be irritated? Do like, am I in a good mood right now? Do I want to ruin that? So th- it's kind of like you're having to think, is that sweet treat worth ruining your mood? And most of the time I can be like, no, no, I don't want to do it. Of course, sometimes I'm going to be like, yes, I really want it. I'll take that chance. I am so excited to tell you that if you've been sitting on the fence with life coaching, imagine this, you and I working together one-on-one for free. If you are a mom in their late thirties or forties, finally finding yourself having the time to think about yourself then make sure to grab a free mini coaching session with me. If you feel like you're stuck and you are ready for your 40s to be amazing, if that be losing your baby weight, changing jobs, maybe starting a business, working out again, or possibly just building habits that you can feel good about and stick to, then this coaching session is for you. Maybe you're finding yourself spending so much energy thinking, what is next in my life? I have the husband, I have the kids, I have the house, but I still want more Then this call is for you. Maybe you feel like you're too old and you want to try something different, but you're so scared and you don't know how to take those first steps. This session is for you. And even better, I'm going to give you tactical steps that you can start implementing the moment we get off our Zoom call. So if you're interested in more details, you can DM me at Mom Inspired Living. Or if you know this is something that you've been wanting, just go ahead and grab a spot at Mom Inspired Show dot com forward slash coaching. And if you don't see a date or time that works for you, DM me at mom inspired living or email me at amber at mom inspired show.com. I can't wait to chat with you guys. Now let's get back into the show. Kind of like what you're saying. You don't want to take the risk of, you know, with those lemon cookies crashing your energy. And I wanted to, um, bring up, you know, your husband, you remember how you were telling me that he, doesn't need to take naps. Like he's an energizing energizer bunny. So can you share that with us? Um, like what you've noticed with him and how he has changed? Oh my gosh. It's ridiculous. So one weight loss, you know, Mm -hmm. is huge, um, factor him feeling healthier, him feeling better, but gosh, like, especially, you know, watching, we, we, we 
do everything together, which in itself, everyone thinks is weird. We own businesses together. So that means we work together. Um, we're, we spend way too much time together. I, I will even say that Jenny's like, I'm sorry, I can't even message you because I am not never by myself. I am never by myself ever, ever, ever. The boys are doing, you know, school from home. He's like, we're just, we're one big, happy family, a hundred percent of the time. Um, but you know, it's, it's fun to watch him like to come up with ideas and to just be knocking stuff off the mm. to-do list and getting things done and really being able to see him from like a place of, um, working from passion and like being excited about stuff. I mean, it just, it, it's like, it sounds kind of cliche, but like the way that we both feel mentally, it's like we're on fire, you mm. know, like we're lit up yeah, um, and we're running on all cylinders and it's really fun to be able to, to, watch him be there, especially because I was, you know, worried about his health before. Yeah. Um, and that's why we went on this journey was, was he was the main driver of that. And so to see him really living healthfully mm -hmm. is, is pretty amazing. Um, and it, it, it is a huge testimony to me, like why it's so important that we continue this lifestyle. That's not a short-term diet. And I'm using yeah. air quotes, my fingers, right. not that you can see me, right. <laughs> um, but it really is just kind of the way that we are going to eat. And we've talked about it. You know, there will probably be times that we will have potatoes maybe, you know, a couple times a month or something mm -hmm. or, um, you know, and really turn it into a lifestyle that we can stick to. Yeah. Um, but you know, when I talked about buying property and, and having a garden, we're not, I'm not growing salad greens like I did last year. <laughs> That's for yeah. sure. Right. Um, salad did a number on my intestines and on my mm. stomach and like, it was hard to digest. And, um, it created a lot of GI issues for me that I didn't know that that's what it was doing. You that's know, so I crazy. just thought yeah. like, that's just what life, you oh, know, you goodness. eat vegetables and you, yeah. you have to have your fiber, you have to eat your veggies. So it's, it's the way I, our I do body want to talk about that. Go. Remember I asked you, I'm like, okay, so when you've listened to people, um, you know, everybody's like, you got to have your fiber, you got to have your fiber. But I know you told me you've, you've listened to a doctor and so share with us, um, several his thoughts doctors, on fiber. Yeah. yeah several doctors several what, what's doctors their thoughts? that say mm -hmm. that there's no evidence saying that you need fiber mm. like the, and, and so one of the, and I promised Amber that I would kind of mention some of the people yes. that I like to follow. And we'll put that and in the show of, notes too. Yep. Yeah. One of them is Dr. Barry. If you go to YouTube and you search Dr. Barry, he's got probably close to 400 videos. Um, and wow. he went from like paleo to keto to carnivore. Um, and, and he is an active practicing doctor who researches everything like crazy. Um, and he talks about how the, how like the idea of like things like fiber came into being like of, of why that became a recommendation. Mm -hmm. And it was purely an observation that someone made on some tribe or something in Africa. Um, and said, you know, this must be a good thing because they eat so much plant product. Well, they're again, going back to their genetics, that's the way that they are genetically made to do like it works well for them, but that doesn't mean it works well for anybody else. And it's not ever really been scientifically proven. There's been a lot of, um, survey type, you know, evidence that, that talks about it, but there's yeah. been nothing that really says that it is a vital nutrient that your body needs. That, I know. And, and, and again, it's like your, your brain's just like, wait, what? We, we are so told. Because <laughs> I think people right now are thinking, well, won't I be constipated? That's the other thing too, because I think people might think, so you're giving me meat, you're telling me to eat butter and I'm not eating fiber. I'm totally going to be constipated. Do you have any thoughts on this? 
I cannot even believe we're talking about this on your podcast, Amber. Um, I'll tell you, I had problems with it in the very beginning because okay. I wasn't eating enough. Uh, eating enough? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I reached out to Dr. Barry and talked to him about some oh. of the problems I was having. Mm-hmm. And he said, girl, you, you, you've been training yourself to eat mm. low fat your entire life. You need to up your fat. Oh. And so when I really started looking at my macros, because he's not a fan of tracking food, but yeah. he's like, maybe you need to track food so that you Just can so you really... Know. So you yeah. know what you're supposed to be eating. And so when I, you know, got out my fitness pal <laughs> and plugged in like my, my 1.2, um, times my weight to figure out how many grams of protein I should have a day mm-hmm. and then 0. 0.8 times my weight to figure out how much fat I should have a day. And then I started plugging like real food into that to mm. see like, what do I, what do I need to eat to, to meet right. this? Mm-hmm. I've been so under eating Amber, Doesn't like it's hard me. for me mm-hmm. to eat. Mm-hmm. As much food, like I've, I've loved intermittent fasting. Yeah. I cannot intermittent fast and get my macros in. There's no possible way. Yeah. Well, especially if you're eating meat, right? Like for me, like if I was eating a lot of meat, I, that would, it would fill me up. Right. So especially and fat. And oh, yeah. so you're trying, you know, cause they talk right? the empty carbs and carbs or, yeah. Empty calories and carbs or sometimes you're just kind of like, you could just be eating especially simple carbs and you're still like, wait, I'm still hungry. But you don't, you generally don't feel that way when you're eating meat and fat. And so oh, yeah. you're going to get full, right? And so if you're shortening your window, I can see how you're not hitting your numbers. And and also too, I do think American women a lot of times are under eating completely. Like they're eating under 1200 calories if you're paying attention to calories. Um, like if you were to actually track it um, because they've been trained to constantly be in a deficit. Like they don't even realize they're in a deficit. It's like, and then kind of, what were you saying with the reverse dieting? It's like, you kind of have to go the opposite way, which can really freak people out, which is a whole different episode. Um, but so by you looking at your numbers, you realize, okay, I need to up this. And that's probably what was causing you issues. Right. So once you mm-hmm. changed it, did it change? Oh yeah, absolutely. And he does point out, you know, it takes a while for our bodies to adjust, especially when you've been doing differently for so long, it'd be one thing if like, you know, I just dieted for like six months before, but before that, like I, I'd never dieted. I never calorie restricted. I never, um, you know, ate a ton of processed food, but girl, I grew up on TV dinners. Like I, I've like my family ate nothing but processed food when I was growing up. And then as an adult, like it's always been like trying to eat healthy Mm -hmm. or just eating complete junk. You know, yeah. well, but whenever yeah. I'm trying to eat healthy, it's like complete restriction. Yeah. And, and so we, and we grew up on snack wells, like low fat yes. treats. <laughs> exactly. Fat free yeah. cookies. Yep. The fat free everything. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so there's a lot of damage that my body still, I think needs to, to heal from and, and it is healing. And I think that that's where I'm feeling so good. And, you know, kind of going back to the, the butter, I know, I am like the butter queen. I love butter so much, (laughs) but I will tell you, I can tell on days that I get really busy because protein and fat is very satiating. And because I like have the mental clarity and the energy that's sustained all day long, I forget about food. And so I just go, 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 go. And then I can start to feel mentally like things irritate me more or Mm. I get a little grumpy or, you know, just little things. And then I think, I haven't had any fat today. I have like a little bit of butter, put it in my mouth, bright as rain. Wow. Like it's incredible. And so so everyone just carry little (laughs) slivers of butter in your purse. 
pop but it in your mouth. The reason why I wanted to say that is because <laughs> I think especially as women, like we are yeah. so like, oh, it's fat. You know, it's yeah. one thing to be like, well, I'll eat more protein. Right. But the fat and yeah. the fat, I think, is really where the healing comes from. Yes, there's a ton of nutrients in the protein and then in the meats mm-hmm. that, we're, that we're eating. But I really feel like it is good quality fat that our body can process well. Yeah that we're really starving for. And that's really where a lot of the healing comes from. And, and I know we talked real briefly about kids and, and kind of being a mom. Yeah, I wanted and to tie back to that. So go ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, it's a struggle for me, you know, especially because my kids are a little older. So what I control for them to eat is a lot less. I can't just be like, well, this is what's on your plate. So <laughs> yeah, what you have right. Because they have their own money. My oldest has a car. He yeah, can go he to the go grocery store, right. buy whatever he wants to eat. Um, and, and so I... And I'm also from the philosophy is I don't want to push because I know teenagers, especially they will push back harder. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I just share with them like what we're eating. Uh, If I'm making dinner, like it is, they know it's going to be all meat. If they want something different than that, they are more than welcome to make something different. I keep Mm. frozen, never, (laughs) not fresh. Oh, I take that back. I do buy my son fresh cucumbers sometimes Mm -hmm. because he loves them. Yeah. But for the most part, it's all frozen vegetables so that you know, it doesn't go all, bad. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't have to throw it away. It's not wasteful. I do buy them fruit and they eat through mm. the fruit really fast. Yep. Um, but I always make sure that they get their fat in. Like yes. even last night they had coconut rice, um, which, you know, speaking of Mark Heyman, I made the white rice, put it in the refrigerator so it could cool down. And then they heated it back up because that's, you know, kind of kills something in the rice. I don't even know, but they say wait, it's healthier what? that Whoa, way. Hold up. What are you talking about? It kills something in the rice. <laughs> I'm like, wait, we just went on a whole different ride. It's I'm like, something you, that I heard in one of his books. Again, I like to research everything. And put, I think it was in the Pegan book. And he talked about how eating white rice, because, you know, you think about like the Japanese culture, Chinese culture, they eat a ton of white rice and they don't have the same kind of health problems. Oh yeah. I actually heard that white rice is better than brown rice, which I know it's kind of blowing people's minds right now. I feel like they're like, I I can't, I can't even deal with this right now. It totally is. But if you cool it down, so you refrigerate it before you eat it after it's cooked, it um, changes the, the chemical something in the rice, something changes. So it just needs to cool down or needs to be cold. It, you cool, you make it cold and okay. then you can heat it back up and it, uh, and it doesn't have those same compounds girl. in it. So it's better for you. <laughs> so anyway, I did that with their rice last night. Okay. They had some chicken. Yep. Um, and I, you know, my son was like, uh, I'm not really feeling the chicken. I'm like, Oh, well, then you better put a lot of butter on your rice. Mm. Like I am, you know, I am just making sure that they're getting their fat yeah. because I know for me, how I feel and I don't want to push it on them. But I also know when you're a teenager, especially those emotions and the yes. mental stuff. It's and all over you the know place. what I mean? Like yep. if I can help them be more focused with school and to and manage their emotions mm-hmm. better. Yeah. Just by For eating sure. butter. If I'm experiencing <laughs> that, maybe they'll experience it too. I don't know. But I'm always like, where's your, where's your fat? What are you having for fat today? Oh, you want some bacon? You want some more egg yolk? Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. And I wanted to, I wanted, so two things I want to finish up on, uh, or we could just go for two hours. But, um, so, um, do you like to cook a lot with butter instead of, um, an oil? Um, or do you like to, or do you use an oil and then just put butter on the top of the meat or you do butter, cook it in the butter and then put the butter on the top? Like, like, can you paint a picture of what this looks like for you? Amber, I'm going to blow your mind. (laughs) Are you ready? It's butter and butter, isn't it? I save my bacon grease. Oh, you know what? That's how my, okay. My grandma. And I cook everything in it. Yes. That's how my grandma used to do this. And yes. she used to eat bacon and eggs all the time and was thin. I'm like, mm. 
Telling so you. It doesn't surprise me, actually. And she grew up in the South, even though um, she moved to the North. So that it honestly doesn't surprise me, but I didn't realize that's, that that's what you do. Okay. Yeah. So you have your bacon grease and you're cooking your um, steak in it or, or your, your meat. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're telling me? Mm-hmm. And maybe eggs. do you do eggs? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Um, now, if you don't have that, are you cooking it in butter? Is that your next yeah. choice? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. I, 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 we go through so much sink and bacon um, yeah. and I have a Mason jar that I keep in yep. the cupboard so it doesn't get, you know, oxidized by light and all of that kind oh, of stuff. Okay. And so whenever I'm done making bacon, I've got a little funnel in there. thing that yep. has a strainer. So it yep. strains out all of like the meaty bits, which mm-hmm. I don't even care if they're in there right. so much, but yeah. then just dump it in there. And yeah. then next time I'm ready to cook something, let me tell you, cooking shrimp in bacon grease is heavenly. It's amazing. Oh, nice. Okay, so tell me, where do you get all your bacon? So there is... Because you eat so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we eat a lot. So we, we do do Butcher Box. Yeah, um, you got but, me on too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but there's a... Oh, what is the name of the bacon brand? It starts with an H, oh. um, but they have a sugar-free oh. uh, version you can buy at Walmart. I mean, even Oscar Mayer has a sugar-free oh. bacon that you can buy at Walmart. I mean, it's very accessible stuff, but okay. Costco is normally where mm-hmm. I stock up on bacon because we just... We go through so much. You go bacon. through it. Yeah, I mm-hmm. like the thick cut at um, yeah. Costco. Yeah, I don't know what the sugar count is on that one though. So, and I, some people will tell you it's such a minuscule amount, unless it's like a maple bacon, that it's yeah. not that big of okay. a deal. Mm-hmm. But I just know how easily I get triggered by sugar, and so if I have the choice, mm-hmm. then I'll I'll get yeah. the sugar free bacon. Well, and you got me on a butcher box and, and for people who don't know butcher box, what I really like about it is, is a lot of times it's grass fed, grass finished. Mm-hmm. Um, cause a lot of times it may be grain fit. It might be grass fed, but grain finished. I mean, there's so many things and it's going to be very confusing. So I do like that, um, about them. Um, so I think that's really cool, but so I'm going to, I'm going to try to put all these things in there. Butcher box the ideas for Walmart, Costco, Dr. Barry. Um, and then if you have any other ones, Jenny, that you can think of, send them to me. So then I, um, the people that you follow, then I'll put that all in the show notes. Cause I know this is a lot of information. And for a lot of you, this is probably very, very foreign and you just, you know, it's just, just go slow. If, and just, you know, if this sounds interesting to you, you know, you can try it. The last thing I want to end on is with the kids, you know, I was asking you about this and you're like, you know, I don't like telling people what to do except for your children. Um, but I was like, okay, but what would you say is a way to kind of move into this? And I was asking you, okay, so like if I had bread and then I had fruit, maybe even talked about vegetables too. I don't know. You were kind of saying how a good way to start is like, you know, what is a whole food, you know, and bread, like using bread as an example is processed, right? So, you know, cause people might be like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to eat the vegetables. I'm not going to eat fruit. I'm not going to do that. Uh, right. And then just kind of like this is too much, but like kind of moving slowly away from the processed stuff. And then, you know, um, like you said, you let the kids have fruit and, you know, I think it is really good to play with, like, let's talk about that really quick. Cause some people might be thinking, wait, why can you have fruit, but you can't, I, I understand it, but I want you to explain this. Why can you have fruit, but you can't have vegetables? So can you just give us a like high level version of why that's okay? Yeah. And I really think it, it depends on the vegetable. So like broccoli, I tolerate broccoli fine. My kids love broccoli. Like that's totally great. Asparagus, totally great. Salad greens, like arugula, sal- arugula, beets, and uh, goat cheese used to be my absolute favorite thing. 
arugula always has like that bitter taste. Yeah. That's a toxins. Mm. You know, and when you start to really think about like those things in a different light, you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. And it, and it, and it's a varying degree, right? Like you always have to give yourself some grace. Like it's kind of like if you have a drink of alcohol, right? You know, alcohol is a toxin. That's what makes people drunk is it's a toxin yeah. overload in your body. Does that mean that you should never have a drink? Well, maybe some people shouldn't, but it's right. not that bad of a thing. Yeah. Right. Eating some vegetables every now and again is not that bad of a thing. It's not going to kill you. They're like the toxins aren't so strong that it's going to like strike you dead. I mean, there are some plants that do have toxins that you should not eat yeah. because they will, the highly poisonous. Um, but, you know, you really just have to kind of think about uh, those different effects. And so like for for my kids, yeah, they do eat some vegetables and I don't worry about that. Because I don't feed them ones that I know are going to yeah, be more toxic or, mm-hmm. or have those bad right. things. Um, the fruit that they eat, I mean, let's face it, our agricultural system is so like the apples and oranges and bananas mm. that my kids eat look nothing like apples and bananas and oranges like used to. Like they're yeah. even very processed anymore just because of the right. way that they're they're grown Genetically and whatnot. Modified. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but mm-hmm. you know, like I would rather them eat that than candy. Yeah, well, and that and, and that's the thing I want people to realize. So here's the thing: the fruit doesn't so much have toxins like some of the vegetables. It's more that it's just um, carbs, right? Like, so if you're really trying to stay with carnivore, is that correct? In 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 what I'm saying is yeah, why some you kind of stay do. with that. I mean, they're oh, still okay. plants. The plants still have mm. to defend themselves in different ways. You know, you think about like blackberries, for example, they don't necessarily have a lot of toxins because they have thorns. Mm. That pro- That's what protects those kind of berries. And so yeah. when you, th- when you think about, and again, and this is why I just love carnivores because it makes you actually have to think for yourself versus yeah. just, you know, whatever, this is what the news says you're supposed to do or the magazine cover. Like that's all, you know, there's some, there's money behind all of yeah. that, but you really start researching and thinking for yourself it kind of gets you to question like, mm, is that really okay? Or should I really be doing that? Is that really yeah. the best thing for me? And I think that that's really what it's all about for me is really trying to figure out what's the honest to God truth for me mm-hmm. and the way that I should be living my life. Yeah. I like that. I was going to say with the fruit, what, you know how, like, I think I've uh, heard that like, it's in the way different because it's spreading the seed versus, and, and it wants to spread the seed versus the plant is trying to protect itself. Do you know what Depending I mean? on the fruit. Yeah. Depending on the fruit. Right. So you'd have to figure out <laughs> which plant, which, which fruit is okay with you spreading that seed. And so, um, yeah, so this has been very mind opening. Um, and I think this is good. And the main thing too, that I wanted people to take the, the big takeaway is, you know, as I'm shifting like my podcast, really trying to help moms going into their forties in their forties, you know, there's going to start going through perimenopause. I've done so many episodes on this with doctors that that can start in your late thirties. And a lot of times women are just like, I don't know why I feel like crap. And kind of like how you were saying, you're just like, I guess this is just life. Well, to be saying that in your forties is still very young, right? Like, cause if you, even if you just got to 80, that's 40 years. So to be like, well, I guess this is just what it is. I'm just gonna, you know, feel miserable, be in a lot of pain. I want to like encourage women and inspire women to really think about things and, and not just accept that like, no, this is your lot in life. And here's an example with Jenny that she feels better than she did when she was younger. And that there's things that you can do without taking drugs. Like, I mean, you know, 
prescription drugs and all this kind of stuff and, and also stuff to help with your hormones and, um, just to make you feel better and to feel more stable. Um, not to say that you don't need other stuff, but like, I think a lot of times we don't look at our food as options to make us feel better or things that are making us feel worse. And, and that's the main eye opener. Um, Jenny, before we close, is there anything else that you want to add that we might've not said? You know, I would just say like, if you have been listening and you're like, that girl's crazy. <laughs> like, like there's no earthly way that I would ever do that. I yeah. would just challenge you to be open, mm-hmm. go to mm-hmm. YouTube, watch a video. There'll be a ton of links that I send to Amber from yep. OBGYNs, females. Mm-hmm. If you're like, Oh, but I work out. So it doesn't work for me. There are people yeah. who are bodybuilders that eat this way. If mm-hmm. you know, people who eat this way through pregnancy, there's, there's all kinds of examples out there. And so rather than kind of limit yourself and be like, there's no way. Yeah. Just be open to mm-hmm. learn more and yep. then, you know, see where it takes you. Yeah. I totally agree. All right. I, I again, like I knew this is why I'm going to split this into two because I knew this was going to go long. And, um, I know my side of the country is already out in summer break. So I got to make this in bite-sized pieces. So moms can actually listen to it. Um, kind of like Jenny's like, I don't even, I'm not even by myself. Like how, how am I going to listen? Jenny would have to listen in five minute increments. <laughs> <laughs> She's like in the bathroom. They're like, why are you taking so long? You're like, I'm, I'm, I'm not listening to something. <laughs> oh, and we can go on for like a whole nother hour, Amber, seriously, because oh, we haven't even sure. talked about environmental impacts and oh. like all of the other things. So. Yes, I know there it's, this is really just kind of like, let's just jump in, throw things at people if they resonate, cool. If not, I don't know. Um, it will maybe get their, you know, mind thinking a little bit. Um, yeah. So maybe, maybe we'll wait another six months to have you come on or maybe shorter and then you can tell us more stuff, but I just wanted to have you on. I just was really, um, excited for you for how you felt. And I'm like, you know what? We need to share this with other women because if they kind of have heard about it and they're just like, I just don't know if I can do it. I wanted to hear, I wanted them to hear a perspective from a mom, um, and a mom that's in her early forties and just kind of know that like, if you're feeling like this is something you might want to do, just start heading in that direction. You don't have to just jump fully in and change everything. Cause sometimes that is very stressful. So do what you can and just see what works. So, um, if that's it, are we, are you good? Are you know, for at least this show anyway? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Jenny, thank you so much for coming on the show. Obviously I could just talk to you forever. Um, but I feel like so many women are going to, you know, their eyes are just going to be open. So I really appreciate you sharing your journey with us. Thank you so much, Amber. It was a pleasure to be back on your show. Hey, you guys, before you leave, have you grabbed your free 30-minute coaching session with me yet? If not, you can go to mominspiredshow.com forward slash coaching. And if you have any questions or you need more details, DM me at Mom Inspired Living. All right, you guys, I'll see you next week. 